Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of Bases Loaded. Bases Loaded is a fantasy baseball podcast and I'm your host Mike Curland. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland. And tonight we have Zach, Mike, and myself. You can follow Zach on Twitter at BravZ. You can follow Mike at SP Streamer. Gentlemen, World Series is on the television. How, other than that, what's going on? That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, going back and forth between this podcast and uh, the World Series. So we got to make it quick tonight. No, we don't. Yeah, and I need to get to work tomorrow morning. So. Well, and I kept you up already <laughs> about, what, 40 minutes before we got on here? It's past yep. this bedtime. All right, so we're continuing NL East team previews. We're going to keep them relatively quick tonight. We're going to go right into the Braves. And obviously, we, we aren't stupid, or maybe we are. But we know there's going to be a lot of changing parts. But we're, we assess these teams as they currently stand, and um, we will obviously reassess them as necessary. Actually, right before we get started, a quick reminder. Two things. One, rating and review, greatly appreciate it. That's that. Secondly, <laughs> for those who don't know and aren't aware, we actually started a Patreon. So if you want to continue to support our show other than listening, there are other avenues to do so. You can check us out on patreon.com slash fantasybaseball, or you can just go to patreon.com and search Bases Loaded, search SP Streamer. You'll find that we can we come together and you can something as simple as just joining our discord chat or we offer actual services entering next season i know it's very early we just want you to keep that in mind and we appreciate any and all support you guys continue to give us now we can get started (laughs) braves sleepers break out some busts let's just start right at the top ronald cooney jr first second or third overall where do you guys want him two two three Ooh. Um, I can't say I'm mad at that. I want him one, so that works out. Well, Zach, so you have him at two, uh, three. No, two. No, you three. have three. him at two. Three. So you have Yelich at two, right? Yelich at two. So it doesn't worry you that because of what happened with his knee, they might not let him run as much? Nope. It okay. wasn't, a full, wasn't a full break. <laughs> yeah. Partial break. He didn't need surgery. He's rehabbing it. I don't um, know. I, just, you just, I could kind of see them wanting to be a little um, – kind of st- not let him run as much, especially if come if towards was, the end of the year, they're in the race and they don't want to. If it was a mid-season to- injury and he was coming back, I could see them maybe trying to pump the brakes on some on stolen bases for him. But I think he's got plenty of time to rehab. Um, I honestly think he'll be fine. I'm really not too concerned. And while we're talking about um, the top three picks in the draft, I mean, let's just get right into the brace. So, Acuna is clearly one of the probably a top three player, but for our purposes of this podcast, I, it's very hard to think of a Braves player personally with uh, with bust written all over them. I put Acuna as my bust simply because Ooh. I do not think that he is worth a pick over Trout or Yelich, and that's that's why I have him in the bust category. I really couldn't think of anybody else. Um, just a few little things that I noticed. I mean, he's still striking out way too much for my liking. He's not walking nearly enough. Um, Trout and Yelich, really, overall, their all-around game is just better across the board, except for stolen bases. I understand the stolen bases is uh, an awesome thing to get out of a uh, top first-round pick. But other than that, 
I'm really not seeing any other numbers that stand out to me where I can't get that from Trout or Yelich. And Yelich, I know we're talking about if he's going to continue to run as much, but I mean, he's still, if he does run the same amount, I mean, he had at least 30 stolen bases. He's probably going to put up more if he gets a full season in there. I'm not, I'm not buying Acuna over either of those two guys. Sorry, I'm just not. You're getting more consistency out of the other two. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go. Uh, my apologies. I was actually quiet for once. Um, <laughs> my thing, the reason why I'm so high on Cunha is just the overall upside. But it's strictly in 5x5, five five, and I can't harp on that enough because I otherwise cannot go – I can't say Trout's not number one in any other format. And the steals make a huge difference. And a lot of it's because Trout isn't running anymore, and he's – or hasn't been really running this season, I should say. And he's going to, he's having a foot procedure. So I doubt they're going to, and you know, he is their franchise. So I doubt they're really going to push him on base pass. Yelich, just to touch on that real quick, was, um, I think he has a high floor. I think he's safe. You're not wrong for taking him over Acuna. You're really not. I totally understand it. I just think, and I don't think the kneecap is going to be a thing that's really considered as far as like what's going to stop him because he's all it was, it was a freak injury while swinging. It wasn't like he hurt it while running. He's always, I don't think he's really ever had a true injury while running the bases. That's the thing. He's never really had a hand injury. He's never really had a hamstring or other stuff like that. He's so I'm not, I'm not too concerned about this, the, the running. He got really lucky with that injury. It could have been a lot worse. And it was a fluke injury like us. Yep. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not really concerned about yellow running at all. So, so I'm not at all like I don't really I can't blame you. I can totally see the bus potential, and honestly, I'm I'm slowly coming around on Acuna too. At this point, it's like really, really close for me. And I get that the stolen bases it's it's awesome to get almost 40 stolen bases, great. But the numbers from Trout and Yelich um, in other departments. I mean, if you are playing in OBP leagues, I mean, it's a huge difference. Well, Acuna was 365, Trout was 438, Yelich was 428. Um, I mean, if you, let's go OPS, 883 for Acuna, and Trout and Yelich are both over a thousand. I mean, it's a yes. huge difference. Yes, um, I told you. the stolen Any- bases would be would kind of cancel that out a little bit, but overall, I think you're just getting better bang for your buck with with Trout and Yelich. And that's why I was saying, if you add, say, if you're not in traditional five x five, if it's OBP instead of batting average. Acuna goes a third for me. If you add a sixth category, Acuna goes a third to me. If it's points, Acuna goes a third for me. You see what I mean? Like literally in five by five, it's the only place I'm putting Acuna one right now. And it's because of the 40-40 potential. Like he's he almost flashed this year, not to mention the hundred runs, the hundred RBIs. And his walk rate actually did increase this year from last year, and it's above league average. So you can take that to the bank. But you're almost getting 40-40 potential with Yelich if he plays a full season too. Yeah, but now you're you're adding in the obviously it's a freak, freak, uh, freak injury, but you're t- that back of his legitimately flares up every year. He's like 29 yeah. years old, so he's not old. He's just you know not he's not 21, 22. A guy that potentially could technically take a next step, even yeah. though I think Acuna that is, is concerning. I think they were playing that conservative with him. So I think I think I mean, again I'm not saying I'm not shying away from Yelich. I'm just not yeah. again strictly in five by five. And like I said, when I was saying bust, I mean, Mike. I still think – sorry, Mike. I know you, you probably want you know to – I'll just sit here in silence the whole podcast. No worries. Hey, I've done that before, Mike. <laughs> Why don't you chime in? What are your thoughts on this? No, I was just going to say, I mean, 
those three are obviously top three, and we're pretty much just nitpicking here. But um, I, oh, we are. Yeah, I, I was obviously thinking. I, I agree with what's Mike saying. Anything that besides Roto and you know, when it comes to OBP points leagues, yeah, you got to go Yelich over Acuna. But I'm not more so worried about how the knee is. I'm just so more worried about the Brewers kind of just thinking we kind of got screwed by letting him run. Why would we do that towards the end of the year again when playoffs are coming and they might be thinking, who knows what we could have done in 2019 if we had him. And we got to make sure that we have him again at the end of the year. So I could just see in the second half them kind of tell him to hold the brakes on the base paths. And How that's did they get what would by him running though. He didn't get hurt running. It was a foul ball. I thought he got <laughs> hurt running. <laughs> Boom roasted Mike Trout. <laughs> no, he had a foul ball off of his kneecap. So the running yeah. is not an issue. Trout is more the one that's been getting hurt running. Yeah, he heard it. Right, but running causes yeah. injuries, so you know, maybe they're thinking that. <laughs> get get an oven mitt, put it on your hand, and you'll be fine. Yeah, well, Trout's coming off, like I said, the hand before uh, two years ago and now the foot this year. Like those are more concerning when it comes to running yeah. bases. I'm than, more concerned about that than yellow. And that's why that's my biggest thing about tr- keeping Trout too strictly in five by five, strictly in five by five, strictly in five by five. Because people keep giving me a hard time on Twitter, but it's strictly in one specific format. Anything else, I'm taking Trout and probably Yelich over Acuna. Now we can move on. Correct? We're good. We've we've gotten it out. Zach, the antagonizer, is back. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I don't miss you at all. My blood pressure goes yeah. up every episode. That's a lie. Maybe I should sit here and talk like this the whole episode, you know, really monotone and just yeah, do my it's best. It's really not that different than what you normally sound like. Oh, bull crap. I'm very animated when I speak, and I get really worked up, and I'm really low-key. You're just – you're like a robot, dude. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I just like messing with you. It's been a while. I haven't talked to you in a while, so it's fun to give you a hard time. All right. Uh, back to last thing I'll say, if Acuna's not leading off, he's not top three player at all. Anyway, um, who – was there anybody um, – So we were talking bus. Do you want to just go through the bus then? That was my bus. Acuna yeah, I'm trying to bus. think. Albies is a borderline bus for me. I'm not sure where his ADP is right now. But the more I look into him, the more I'm just not impressed by his numbers at all. And you have to remember, I, I'm totally ex- expecting a ball to be less juiced. So I'm taking that into consideration. And we're talking about a guy who hit 24 home runs and 15 stolen bases in a juiced ball year. And the stolen bases, what he has. Albis went 63 ADP, by the way, in the two early mocks. Can you name some guys around him? So he's going like around. Name some guys 10 picks behind him even. So 10 picks behind him. Um, Gary Sanchez, Victor Robles, Matt Chapman, Austin Meadows, Correa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'd rather have Correa. Meadows. Trevor I think, Bauer. I think I'd rather have Meadows. Bauer as a pitcher, that's close. Depends now on Now guys team. like Keston Hira went before him at 60. Hira is interesting. I'm not sure. I haven't even done my second base rank yet. We're getting a little off topic at that one point, but my, I guess my point is, is that at his price, I guess he's like, for me, he's a pseudo bust because he just, 
yes, the batting average is okay. It was great this year, obviously, at 295, and he was expected 285. So he's going to be a solid batting average guy, but I think the power and speed, the speed is always going to be there. He's been a 15 still guy. He has 20 still upside, but the power can easily dip back down under 20 uh, home runs. Easily. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Mike, because we were talking about this the other night. Would you, who are you ranking higher, Ozzy? Or Glaber Torres. Oh, it's Glaber. I wasn't, and you still misunderstood that that discussion. I was asking out of genuine curiosity because I wasn't really sure, like just on the top of my head. But then, just you know, a little bit, even even minor look into it. I still want to go Glaber, but I am I am very down on Glaber, and we can talk about that when we get to the Yankees, which is going to be a while from now. But I'm not big on Glaber at all. But when it comes to Albies, I just don't see much there outside of the, the speed. Obviously, you take him for a little bit of speed. The batting average is good, and he's gonna, you know, he'll score about hundred runs, but yeah, nothing super flashy. Yeah. So, Mike, he's he's currently forty six ADP on fan tracks. No way, I'm not touching him there. No way. Yeah, he's around Machado, Kershaw, Simeon, Strasburg, Simeon's another Meadows. Guy Meadows needs to go ahead of him. What is wrong? Why are people so down on Meadows? I don't know why they're so high on Alley's. Well, I think I think second base. When you look at second base, I have looked at it. Is it that shallow? It's ugly, man. It gets ugly quick, fast, in a hurry. Like before you know it, Gavin Lux is on your team. Like it, it happens. It really just jumps out at you like that, man. It's. I, but yeah, I, you got Hira, Merrifield, and Muncie and Lemayo all going after him. I rather for have second Mun- base. I think I rather have Muncie for the price difference. And LeMahieu, just I feel like he's going to – I think LeMahieu is going to be a big overdrafted player, man. I know he did so well, and his hit tool will play no matter what type of ball it is. But So his ADP fan tracks is 46, you said. In the mock draft that we're doing right now, he went 66. This is hmm. be- that's best ball. That's, that's a better range, I think, though. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. At 40-something, I'm not touching him. At 60-something, I, to- I, can, I can understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he he at forty seven he's a like in top fifty he's a bust. I don't think Mondesi dipped big time too in our draft. It did. That's a whole other conversation. Stop. Anyways, <laughs> you're worse than me right now. So I don't know how you guys feel about Ozzy. I just I'm kind of like, I'm in between. He he's if he's going top fifty, he's probably gonna fit that bust category for me because I don't think I'll take him there. But second base gets really ugly, quick, fast, and in a hurry. So. I don't know. He's he's like teetering that bus category. He's like again, like remember how you were kind of picking on Acuna? I'm kind of picking on Albies as the potential bus out of these guys here. Because I think a lot of like again, a lot of this could have been juice ball driven as far as the home run total. The fact that he hit 24 home runs in 2018 without the juice ball and he only all he did was match it this year with more plate appearances. That's cur- That's concerning. Like how how valuable is really a 15 15 guy? If that's what he turns into or a 20 15 guy. A 20 home run and 15 stolen base guy. How how valuable is that really in your top 50 picks? I can get that from Ramon Laureano at 100 overall. Yeah, you could find that much later. That's my point. Did you say that you would take Ozzy over Witt and Keston Hira? Over – I don't know if I'm I know you brought, somebody brought those two names up. I didn't remember what I was they saying. Said. That I haven't really looked into them. Hira might offer a higher upside, so I might make that move with Hira over him. Witt is concerning. He's another yeah. guy. He's just similar stats. You can get the hundred. It's gonna be hundred runs, two eighty to three hundred, and twenty stone bases and fifteen home runs. Like that's kind of what he is right now. Yeah. It feels like, which isn't bad, but it just feels like, eh, like where he's going. He's another guy. It's kind of teetering that like, 
overpriced thing. But second base is that bad. So yeah, it's rough. Mike 2.0, do you have a do you have a bust for us? Um, well, I had Donaldson, but I know he might not be there next year. But that's who I'd roll with, just because too injury prone for me, too old. He's going around guys currently like Joey Gallo, who I'd much rather have. I'd rather have Puig and Mancini around him. Um, I'm trying to see who actually even what third baseman goes after him. Yeah, like Moustakis goes after him. I believe in Moustakis' power of Donaldson at this point. And I just think he's going to go too high, which he is. And I don't trust him. I don't trust his health. I don't trust his age. And I'm just going to stay really far away. Donaldson is a uh, is an interesting pick. I, I really wonder if he's going to be back with the team next year. I mean, he, he was fantastic for them this year. And I know you're talking about how he was injury prone, but he actually was pretty healthy the whole year. I don't even, I don't even no, know. No, yeah, this year I meant – I mean in the past. The crazy part is he, he hasn't been the healthiest player. No, he hasn't, but somehow he managed to stay healthy in the damn NL. Yeah. It's pretty and, impressive and, actually. Yeah, and he you know, he's he he's a poor man's goldie. 30, 30 plus home runs, two fifty average, and you're getting him thirty picks later. I'm uh, he's more of I don't like, trust it. He's more of a breakout for me than probably because his ADP is gonna be closer to eighty. I'll take that all day. I You'd think. rather him over Mustakas? Over Mustaka, so that's not even a question, is it? Is that really like where we're going with this? I just trust Mustaka's power more than his. Mike has a major hard on for Mustaka's. <laughs> well, I do. No, he's telling you I do. Oh, really? <laughs> Dude, yeah. he, he was a, he was a my guy, and I'm telling you, I'd rather have Donaldson all day, every day. But what? Oh, so, I thought you were gonna take Mustaka's there. No, okay. No, Would no, Donaldson no. hit on the year? You have his stats in front of you. I just they literally both hit in the 250s. I think Donaldson hit like three points higher. Like two fifty, like two fifty seven to two fifty four. Okay. Donaldson had more home runs and about 20, like four, and he had about twenty more home runs and, or sorry, twenty more runs and twenty more RBIs. I think roughly. He had a hundred runs, hundred RBIs. I think so, give or take. Here, I'll press the I'll press the back button and it should bring up his stats. <sighs> sorry, he had ninety. I don't know. I think I, I'd I'd rather have Masakis over. Him, he had ninety six and ninety four. So he had about ten more of each. I'm sorry, I do apologize. That is a big difference, but still. 96, 94, and I don't know if the Braves get him, but it's going to be a contender that takes him on regardless. So if he goes to like, – what if he goes to the Yankees? I mean, I, I, Well, I yeah, I mean, obviously kind of, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but now – but then that might make him more of a bust because now his ADP is going to fly up. Well, yeah. So that might actually – We're talking benefit. about right now. Right now he's on Why the not? Braves, and his ADP is where it is. <laughs> Which is? Anybody? I forget what it was. 80-something? What did I say? 89. There you go. Oh, dude, that's that's a break. That's a give me that all day. It's a good spot for him. That's a breakout. In a hundred hundred fifty five games, injury prone guy played one hundred and fifty five games. So what makes you think he could do it again? Then though, I mean, just looking at his past, I just feel like the guy's going to get hurt again. I feel like it was just an outlier season almost. Well, twenty eighteen and twenty seventeen, yes, they. That's the thing that the calf injury hindered him both those years. Twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, and twenty thirteen. He played 155 or more. And he so, did still have calf calf injuries this year. He sat out a few games due maybe, to calf so, soreness. I mean, maybe they just managed it better. I don't I don't know. Or maybe he just manned up because he wants to get paid because he's on <laughs> he's a one year contract. But either way, and he did he dude, where you're getting him, that's absolute value. I want him all day. That can be considered a breakout because yeah. I, I would take him as high, like probably in the sixties or 
or so, at least 70 something. 89? That's teetering on 100, man. I'll let you two take him then. Uh, he'll be mine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Why you enjoy you? Joey Gallo injury prone too. Yeah, He's I hate Joe. I'm so I'm so down Gallo. He's like I think I have DJ LeMahieu above him. Anyway, <laughs> I'm really down on Gallo. Like I thought I liked him, and I realized I don't. Breakouts. I guess my I just talked about why Donaldson's kind of one of mine. I mean, I don't really have to touch on that too much. You guys, you have, what was your bust? Um, Albies, depending Albies. on where you. All oh, right, you did. Sorry, Albies. Right now, with Fantrax ADP, he's a bust. But in the '60s, I get it. Like, there's it's teetering on a bust. He's the closest thing I found to one. Let's speed this up a little bit. Um, I already talked about my breakouts. Josh Donaldson, the opposite of your bust, and I kind of gave my reasoning mostly just value based. Where are you going with your? Um, let's go with. Break, I guess breakouts because I talked about mine. I said that already, right? Breakouts, breakouts, breakouts. Who has one? Give me one. Somebody give me one. Give me, give me. <laughs> I have Max Freed. I have to agree with you, but go ahead. I'll let you, I'll let you talk. <laughs> well, you kind of knew already. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked about it off the air. I looked into him, and I'm, I'm, I'm sold. But before we get into that, you just spoke. Well, you just spoke on uh, Donaldson. Let's let Zach actually. Does, if Zach has one ready for us, well, Zach. So I kind of had a feeling that you guys were going to take Freed, and in that case, I took Soroka. I know this was kind of a breakout season for him, but he's still mm. going, he's still going pretty low. I and I know you like Freed over Soroka. That's why I kind of this was wait wait way to ruin that one. Can't even tease it anymore. <laughs> Can't even okay. tease so, it. So so edit that out. <laughs> no no no. You're keeping that. You ruined it. So, People know you ruined the surprise. I'm going. I'm going with Soroka as my breakout. Um, I know he kind of had a big breakout campaign this year, but he's still going around um, like 109 ADP right now, um, which I think is a little low for him. I I have him in my preliminary starting pitcher ranks. I have him as a top 25 pitcher. I think you guys are a little bit lower on him than I am, um, but I could definitely see. I could definitely see him moving up the ranks a little bit next season. Um, um, so 2020, I have him as a top 25, but I feel like 2021, I could see him having another big season. I could see him with top 15 upside. Um, I love his walk percentage. He increased his sinker usage this year, which I also really like a lot. And I just really think um, I, I was expecting – um, a down year. I guess this is technically his rookie campaign, although he pitched last year. I was expecting almost like a, a sophomore slump, especially the Mets. I mean, the Mets have seen him a lot. I was expecting them to figure him out a little bit this year, and that did not happen. So I was pleasantly surprised by his 2019 performance, and I really think that going into 2020, um, I think he's going lower than he should, which um, I think could kind of make him a breakout player this year. So maybe you guys have another breakout pitcher, not named Soroka. <laughs> no, you transition. Didn't. Well, I'm gonna poo-poo on your Soroka take. You know what? I I take back my bust pick. Soroka's my bust. I forgot to look at pitchers. <laughs> Mike's just gonna change his mind every every five seconds. <laughs> well, I forgot. To, I forgot that Soroka. No, he's my bust. He's not that good. I don't. I don't get it at all. He has honestly. the pedigree. Well, he's good, but not that good. Nothing flashy, but he gets the job done. Okay, in a points league, I'll get to what takes the job done. Problem is, is you're expecting somebody, like, I don't want him. Like, I, 
no, his ear, his all his indicators literally are like a run or more. Like suggests he's a run or more uh, worse, or it was worse. Yeah, run, run or war. He was a run or more worse in every indicator. His K per nine is seven point three. Even yeah. Grink, even Grinky yeah. says, Haha, "That's terrible." And his swing Grinky, strike rate is not that great. No, his swing strike rate is ten point four. I think it's roughly no. It's actually. 10.3 and it was almost a full point below the league average he gets decent chases considering he has no i'm surprised his chase rate is as good as it is but the fact that his chase rate is above league average and his swing strike rate is still below league average suggests he cannot get pitches in the zone for strike for swing, like swinging strikes and overall i'm just no no I'm, I'm like i'm not in on him i don't know why the hype i don't know where the hype came from is it because of the pedigree because he has i have no idea he flashed, he flashed the success like i don't know i remember at one point he was really doing well at least considering how rookie pitchers do and then he just kind of was average and met, i think the low ratios maybe like i don't in the quality starts i think he had a few of those in between Trip, I, mean, I just feel like if you're going to take him where Zach is saying, why are you going to go after a pitcher not doesn't have the high K upside? I just it, – it doesn't seem worth it to me. He doesn't have the high K upside, but he's going to give you innings. He's going to give you a low whip. He's really doing everything else that you could ask for other than getting you, what, um, a strikeout per inning? Yeah, that's a little bit low. But there's other guys that have had tremendous success in, in the game that – aren't huge upside strikeout pitchers. You've seen guys like Maddox, Clavin, guys like that, other Braves. I mean, That was a whole different day and age, though. That's back when you weren't playing in leagues that cared about us. Like, like you play in leagues now. It depends. It's format dependent. He's a points league guy. He's He holds a little value to me outside of points leagues and maybe quality starts leagues. Like, he – what he offers is very easily obtained later on I in the picture. Points ranks. leagues with with quality starts, um, wins. Uh, yes, those are those are big. But even Roto, I mean, the K's are not going to be there. But That's he's going to help you in Roto because you know how hard it is to make up K's. Well, I mean, if you take some other massive upside guys later, like uh, like Lamed or some other high K type guys, Kopechly, I might rather have Lamed than Soroka right now. Crazy as that sounds. I just think you're getting much more consistency out of Soroka right now. And there's this guy on Twitter that probably thinks you rather he'd rather have John Means, which I don't agree <laughs> with. But, oh, dude, this guy all day has been so Don't be calling out people. Oh, I'm calling him out. It's ridiculous. His John Means love. Thinks him. John Means is a top ranked higher than, higher than Soroka? Well, I haven't looked at his probably. ranks. He has him really high, this guy. He has John Means in his top 20. <laughs> I'm wow. like, you, you, that's, no. That's a little aggressive. A little. I told him, I, I, I responded that he's not even in my top 50. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be very nice, you know, because I really don't look, like to use Twitter as like that type of thing. But, man, it's like, it's like I, I want to be nice. The guy's still, I just got another tweet by him. That's why he's still defending his take. We'll have to talk to some, some John Means when we get to the Orioles. <laughs> no, we don't. Look he's forward great. to that. He's not even a sleeper. He's beyond, like, no. So, anyways. You're wrong. Me and Mike are right. Mike. So, well, I just want to ask Zach real quick. So here's my question. So you have Soroka over Freed, obviously. Can yes. you explain <laughs> why that is when Freed has better ERA peripherals, lower barrel percentage, better K per nine, better swing strike percentage, better <laughs> K walk percentage? He's got a 90s. Two, 92nd percentile spin rate on his curve. It's one of the best curves in the game right now. 
I just, uh, that's why I'm baffled that people are going stroke over Freed. It makes literally no sense. To I me. mean, Freed has, has great stuff. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I do like Freed. I just, I think at this point, I still have Soroka tick higher in my rankings, but there's just a consistency factor that I really like out of Soroka. I mean, consistency is a big thing for me in fantasy. There, you can see flashes. There's plenty of streaky players out there, but consistency is huge for me, and Soroka gave us that all season long. I don't have Freed's numbers right in front of me, but for Soroka, the first half, I mean, 2.42 ERA, post-All-Star break, 2.95. Um, I mean, he was really consistent. I mean, you see a little bit of a dip Sometimes in the second half, um, guys seem a little bit fatigued, but it really didn't seem to happen. Did he get lucky with BABIP and left on base percentage? Sure. He did? I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Uh, Oh, wait. I got his page. His uh, his tram rate was above league average, I believe. Uh, Yeah, it was about It was – yeah. Not too crazy, though. And his BABIP was a little low, I'd say, but – I mean, I think the luck factor definitely played in a little bit for him. Yeah, it's okay. It's not. um, Yeah. I just think – But his ground ball rate's pretty good. Like, I think he's just that type of pitcher. You know, he's got to pitch the contact a little bit. I mean, he definitely can beat out his peripherals. You're right with that ground ball rate. I just – He reminds me a lot without the Ks as much. He reminds me of like a Jake Arrieta. Um, Throwing that sinker a ton, getting the ground balls. Arietta did get more strikeouts. He had a little bit more velocity behind it too. But that type of pitcher, I mean, you don't have to – I understand in Roto Leagues, strikeouts are huge, but it's not everything. And in points leagues um, and even Roto Leagues, there's other other, um, categories that he can really help you with too. Yeah, I guess it depends on the owner – I mean, fantasy owner, because I kind of see it as I feel like pitchers one through 10 or even one through 15 is, you know, tier A. And then the next like 30 to 40 pitchers is kind of just a mush. And I feel like in that glob of pitchers, you should be going with the upside, not the safe pick. But that's my opinion. If you prefer safe, then you prefer safe. Well, I think it depends now. If you go glass now as your SP2. And you want to circle around and grab two pitchers in that range, you take Glass down Soroka. I think that pairs well. You don't want to yeah. take Glass down Freed. But now, com- conversely, if you take, I don't know, Kluber, you don't want to take Soroka because it's like they're like the same guy. You want to take a Freed because Freed offers the upside. That's where you would kind of, that's at least how I would look at it. But you look at Soroka, I mean, you got to, I mean, if they can, he's only 22 years old, there is still a chance to be taught up. Now he's never really flashed any type of K upside. I mean, the occasional, the occasional K upside in the minors, rookie ball, and then one time for like three games in AAA. But other than that, it's like he's always been this kind of pitcher. So it's 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 all right. Just I think he's being overhyped. And I was on Soroka before I looked into him today, and I'm falling off of him. So he's a, he's a big bust, and we spent way too much time on him. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly don't know how much I have to edit out of this, but it's gonna be <laughs> so freed. Let's let's get to freed. Didn't we just talk about? Him? Did we? I don't know. You kind Pretty of much. That, we kind of mushed it in there. Yeah, go sleepers. So within all that mess of a conversation, we kind of talked about freed, and when you were giving him a hard time, Zach. I mean, Mike, Mike. whatever your name is, SP streamer, George. George, <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at Jay Montana's ninety. Um, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> um, when Mike was giving you a hard time there, he mentioned all those stats. That's exactly why Freed, at least for Mike and I, is actually ahead of Stroker. Now, not by much, but and it might be hot takey, but I'm I'm with you, man. All I right. Think Freed really has you know what? Forget it. No. I don't I might to. move Freed up actually now after this conversation. <laughs> now after you I'm gonna move Soroka down more too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you're never I, gonna you're never gonna settle on ranks. <laughs> it's gonna never. be like, it's it's gonna be March first, and we're gonna be over here trying to come up with a consensus ranking. And we're not going to be able to do it because of you. That's why we got plenty Good. of time left. It, it'll be here before we know it. We have so much going on behind the scenes. I'm hoping I have my definite top 10 by next week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've tweeted out my top 20 today because I'm so, so, so uh, I'm sure of it. But anyway. Yeah, all these tangents. Really good Sorry. stuff. Speaking yeah. of sleep. Sleepers. Sleepers, <laughs> sleep. Sleepers, what? Let's let's get the sleepers. My sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> I just ready then. Come on, Curland. Oh. Whoa, whoa! You just called me. <laughs> That's why you didn't want to talk because you don't have one. All right, no. I'll go. I got. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. Am I going? Two point What do you got? I was, gonna, I was gonna go with Swanson. Oh, that's right. You're a stupid Swanson guy. What do you mean I'm a stupid Swanson guy? Stupid Swanson guy. This guy here, the Swanson guy. Anyway. <laughs> He's gonna get you late steals, which I know Mike is obsessed with that category. I can get him elsewhere. 88th percentile sprint speed. I can get better later. He got a little unlucky last year. Uh, his ex Wobo is higher than his Woba. His barrels have risen every year since he's been in the major leagues. Well, good for him. He's been growing as a player. It doesn't mean he's well, which is good. a good thing and what you want. He's not a good uh, fantasy player, though. He's I don't know where he's going in fan tracks. I haven't looked, but I just think that he's definitely worth the pick late because you're going to get the bags and you got some upside there. And if he keeps increasing his barrels and some power comes, he'll be pretty valuable. That's easy enough. I don't agree with that. How many sold bases did he end up with this year? Why do we even talk anymore? (laughs) (laughs) He's going at 211. How many stolen bases did he have this year? Was he actually a big uh, stolen base source? Not that many, right? 10? Uh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, you have a phone in front of you. Now I'm looking it up because he's taking too long. Ten stolen bases. Yeah, not impressed. Yeah, uh, you like, know, who are your sleepers then? I got a good sleeper for you. Go for it. My buddy Austin Riley. Ugh. Oh, one, <laughs> making fun of my sleeper? One, just hear me out here. 191.80p. Really... Oh. Basically, uh, you probably just pick this guy up off of the waiver. But where he belongs, I think I think he easily (laughs) outperform his ADP. So his hard hit rate, forty four point six percent. That's ahead of guys. Maybe you've heard of these guys: Mike Trout, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Bogarts, and Javier Baez. It's an impressive list. What's his barrel? His barrel is thirteen point seven percent. Ahead of names such as Fernando Tatis, Cody Bellinger, yeah, but he also Josh played Bell, less games, so I don't know. Austin Meadows, yes, small sample size. JD Martinez, Rendon, just throwing out some of those names. Those are some pretty big names. This guy can hit the ball hard. He barrels it up. Those are what we look for in a power hitter. This guy clearly has some raw power. Uh, Seventeen homers in four hundred eighty-three at bats. I mean, he really. Did nothing in the second half. 
Um, but if he can figure out, improve his plate discipline a little bit in the off season, um, I mean, <laughs> just a little bit, right? The 5.4 walk rate a lot. or the 36.4% strikeout yeah, rate, which one? Yeah. <laughs> we need some improvement there. We need some improvement. Some. If we can get a slight improvement, um, I don't know. We could have ourselves a, a decent player here. I mean, also the interesting thing is going to be if what happens with Donaldson. Did they not re-sign Donaldson? Because I mean, Riley is their third base of the future. Apparently. Is he just sell? You know what? Trade him. They don't need him. Well, they could have traded him for uh, Real Muto. That's they who they were asking for. They so his barrels per plate attempt. I think I'm looking at. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. yes, percentage. He's 61st in the league. I don't know how to take that, to be honest. That sounds, sounds all right. He's by yes, Mitch Moreland, Jordan Luplo, Lords nope. Guriel, Lucas Duda. <laughs> Duda. Oh, yeah. weirdly enough, though, he's by Juan Soto. Yeah, but Soto is... But anyway. Not, yeah, so... I'm editing that. I don't it's not allowed to even be in the same sentence. Well, obviously, <laughs> but I'm just saying... Yeah, even for somebody, for somebody going that late, I mean, this could possibly be a sleeper for power. Um, there you go. Well, now if you specify a power sleeper, comps maybe. I mean, we saw Reese Hoskins take a huge dip in in average on base percentage. He's striking out a ton now. I don't know. I could see maybe a comp to Reese Hoskins a little bit. Um, what, what was his ADP again? I'm, I'm sorry. I know you mentioned one ninety one. You know who you know who's going after him, and I'd rather have JD Davis every time. <laughs> the only problem with JD Davis is like we talked not about go that, that late in that pod. Well, yeah, that and he was before. playing time concern a little bit. I have zero right now. You know why? Because right now he's showing as a starter, and right now the Mets <laughs> haven't made any dumb moves to block him. <laughs> the Mets are becoming the Rockies, and they need to stop it now. Let's just not talk about the Mets here, please. <laughs> we need a manager first. But yeah, Austin Riley, late sleeper. Think about it. All right, who's your sleeper, Mike? Mike Fultonevich. Oh. Not Spell because- that. <laughs> F-O-L-T-Y-N-E-U-E-W-I-C-Z. It's, my, his page is up in front of me. <laughs> and you struggled through it. <laughs> <with him> right <laughs> now. <laughs> I still struggled through it. Not because of really anything, but he, just, he, he flashed that last month. He flashed like something happened. Now it wasn't beautiful. It was he just he got four wins. He still had a he had a caper nine actually similar to Soroka's seven point eight. He was walking way less people. <laughs> only only one point eight walks per nine though. Uh, over the top strand rate and his ERA was one point five with a FIP and xFIP in the mid to high threes. I'm pretty sure you were the person that once I think you said to me that you would never trust someone's last month numbers. I don't think it was me, but I'm pretty I sure it was you. <laughs> I, I don't I don't just take him and draft him like he's the type of guy that if if I'm he's a deeper sleeper like I'm taking him as a bench pitcher to see maybe if any of that last month may have changed type of thing but I'm I'm into such I'm into guys that I I'm into a lot of other guys so I doubt I end up with a lot of shares. He's going at two thirty six. Exactly, it's kind of like it's like it's a steal at two thirty. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. So he poo- did look good in the second half too. Really did. Poo poo on back. you guys, yeah. Now, but the, like, like I said, because of the carry rates and walk rates, like with a carry rate of seven point eight K per nine, and he still had a K minus walk of eighteen point seven, it shows you how little he's walking players. I mean, you walk that little, you're gonna have a really high. You know, everything else is gonna work out in your favor. Obviously, he's not a one point five pitcher, but I think he's somebody. Again, if you're looking for somebody just a, maybe a ratio stabilizer late, 
or potential. Mike Leak is going before him. Yeah, stop that. That's brutal. And that's the thing. Like, you don't just – he's just a guy. I mean, I, I get Porcello. it. There's nothing special about Fulte, but we've seen flashes in the past. We saw the flashes in September. Why not – I mean, I know he faltered in the playoffs a little bit, but why not give him a shot that late? Like, that's a sleeper. That's a, that's a deeper league sleeper. Outside top 200, you can get him as your SP5 and 15 teamers probably. Like, he's really – you know what I mean? Like, What did you say the ADP was for him? 235, something like that, 239. That's, that's not going to last. It no. might, though, because he's really uh, – he's really he, people forget it's recency bias. He looked – didn't he look bad in playoffs from what I remember? He looked kind of – yeah, like, I think he, he did. He's the reason they lost. He gave up like five runs in the first inning or something like that. He didn't, seven he didn't runs, even seven. make it out of the first inning. Yeah, he gave up like seven Third runs. Third of an inning, inning, I think. That's that wouldn't point. have happened if they had freed pitching. It wouldn't have happened if they had Soroka pitching, yeah, right? Soroka right. would have pitched seven strong innings. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe the hate I got on my Swanson pick. Well, it's because it's trash. You know? <laughs> Mediocre pick. <laughs> Mediocre, yeah. It's well. Then again, I, I mean, don't know. Riley's kind of up there too. Yeah, the Braves. We love them. We hate them. We talked about everything about them. We stumbled through this podcast. With that said, guys, we appreciate you listening as always. You can follow us on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland because that's the most important one. The other Mike is at SP Streamer, and of course Zach. I save him for last every time. F Brafzi. You can follow baseball. You can follow baseball. You can follow. You can follow the bases loaded podcast on Twitter and Instagram at bases loaded pod. And of course, again, guys, a rating and review greatly appreciate it. Really helps us out. And of course, don't forget to check us out on Patreon. That's it, guys. As always, we do appreciate you listening, and we look forward to talking to you again. <laughs>